Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. This is Matthew. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's take a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Lord Jesus, stay with us from the beginning to the end of this day. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, you lead me and give me understanding. I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Hosea 8, 1 through 9, 9. Set the trumpet to your lips, one like a vulture is over the house of the Lord, because they have transgressed my covenant and rebelled against my law. To me they cry, My God, Israel, know you. Israel has spurned the good, the enemy shall pursue him. They made kings, but not through me. They set up princes, but I knew it not. With their silver and gold, They made idols for their own destruction. I have spurned your calf, O Samaria. My anger burns against them. How long will they be incapable of innocence? For it is from Israel a craftsman made it, and it is not God. The calf of Samaria shall be broken to pieces, for they sow the wind, and they shall reap the whirlwind. The standing grain has no heads. It shall yield no flower. If it were to yield, strangers would devour it. Israel is swallowed up. They are among the nations as a useless vessel. For they have gone up to Assyria, a wild donkey wandering alone. Ephraim has hired lovers. Though they hire allies among the nations, I will soon gather them up, and the kings and princes shall soon writhe because of the tribute. Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. Were I to write him my laws by the ten thousands, they would be regarded as a strange thing. As for my sacrificial offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat it, but the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins, for they shall return to Egypt. For Israel has forgotten his Maker and built palaces, and Judah has multiplied fortified cities. So I will send a fire upon his cities, and it shall devour her strongholds. Rejoice not, O Israel. Exult not like the peoples, 
For you have played the whore, forsaking your God. You have loved a prostitute's wages on all threshing floors. Threshing floor and wine vat shall not feed them, and the new wine shall not shall fail them. They shall not remain in the land of the Lord, but Ephraim shall return to Egypt, and they shall eat unclean food in Assyria. They shall not pour drink offerings of the wine to the Lord, and their sacrifices shall not please him. It shall be like the mourner's bread to them. All who eat of it shall be defiled, for their bread shall be their hunger only. It shall not come from the house of the Lord. What will you do on the day of the appointed festival and on the day of the feast of the Lord? For behold, they are going away from destruction, but Egypt shall gather them, Memphis shall bury them, nettles shall possess their precious things of silver, thorns shall be in their tents. The day of punishment has come, the days of recompense have come, Israel shall know it. The prophet is a fool, the man of the spirit is mad because of your great iniquity and great hatred. The prophet is the watchman of Ephraim with my God. Yet a fowler's snare is always on his ways, is on all his ways, and hatred in the house of his God. They have deeply corrupted themselves as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their iniquity. He will punish their sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The gospel is good news. It's good news only if we understand what we are being saved from. Since the first sin in the Garden of Eden to the Tower of Babel to current events, humans have and continue to seek to glorify ourselves. We build things, create things, and consume things, all things that we believe point to our glory and self-edification. And what does this produce? We sow the wind and reap whirlwinds. We forget our Maker and build palaces to our achievements. In one day we sing praises that Christ is our only love, above all things, and then we sin minutes after. Human depravity is an uncomfortable topic. We want to believe that there's some goodness about us, that given the ratio of sin to good, we would fall more on the good side. We're thinking about that all wrong. Think about a glass of water, clean, clear, and pure. If we drop one droplet of poison in, would you still drink it? Of course not. It's now tainted, even though the ratio of water to poison is definitely in favor of the water. This is the good news of the gospel. Christ came to earth and lived and died totally free of sin, totally pure. He broke the power of sin and death, and he offers cleansing. He offers grace, and he offers freedom from slavery to our selfish desires. He offers personal relationship as we're refined through trials. When the days of punishment come, we can know that we are being refined by perfect love and discipline. Romans 10, 9 and 10 states, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. May we do this minute by minute to avoid building a life that glorifies ourself and not Christ. Ephesians 3.20 Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Take a few minutes to assess in your life where you need to repent. Start with a short prayer, asking God to forgive you and heal you. Conclude by thanking God for his relentless love and grace.
Lord, thank you for the continual grace in our lives, and thank you for the trials that we are given uh, that are for our good to refine us. Lord, I ask that you would soften our hearts and make us aware of things that we hold on more dearly than you. Help us to love you above all things. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.